C-H Check me out I go off KD Look how I do it though I go off, I go off I go off, I go off Like I go off, I go off I go off Look Boss colder than Coldplay, flow sound like it's on Juice, no OJ, I'm no A-Rod, but I'm feeling real good, so good, I might go off with the day job, it's crooked niggas, I'ma have to go and set straight, I can do it for you free, that's the best rate, on the grind, I'll show you how to best skate, you see a nigga reach more goals, Presque or Crosby, I'm trying to do it at a younger age, only banging beats, help reduce the hunger pangs, hey body always wants the lies exchanged, except for when you see the numbers in your checks change and you could really say you did it yourself anything is possible when you're committing yourself nigga no suicide but it's do or die looking in the mirror saying all i got is you and i but who am i to go and be a preacher still a nobody i can't even get a feature it's okay though i wait patiently for the payload but in the meantime i still got a chick with an ass like j-lo still want to see how a fucking xbox no halo i go off but they already know that cause once you go ch you really can't go back i'm no kodak but i can take a mean photo stand between you two how me Bono, I fly solo, meet up my eyes solo Looking for that visine to get my hands on No solo, no Jedi, no red eye I'm a fucking beast, little nigga, I said I I'm a fucking beast, but don't call me Hank I ain't gassed up, I got a quarter mile in the tank What you think about that? A nigga on track to getting stacks, no cap Making hits with no bat Sun's out, you know I bring the guns out Nights out, night foul I go off, lights out I go off, I go off. I go off, I go off like. I go off, I go off. I go off. Bam, we're live. Who's the Who's the guest today? Christian Harris. I wish I would have been in a rap video. That was actually really, really good. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Catchy. It's catchy. Yeah, he is a cool dude, right? I never met him before. Did you guys see the video? I played the video for you. Did you guys see it? No one said a thing in the comments about it. Did you guys see it? Heidi, good morning. Wad Zombie, soccer mom. Corey, good morning. Great music selection this morning. That was Christian Harris. I am Chris Harris. That's his Instagram. That's the whole, uh-oh, uh-oh. I wonder where he's at. I think I sent a link to him. Does he know the show's today, 7 a.m.? I bet you Matt Souza's listening somewhere panicking, like going, oh, shit. Uh, okay, I see. The Sevon Podcast, Christian Harris, 7 a.m. Oh, and look, there he is. Bam, we're live. Morning. Morning, dude. How are you? Living the dream in someone else's nightmare. <laughs> I am. Oops, oops, oops. I am Chris Harris. How's that? Uh, that looks that looks good to me. I don't have my glasses on this morning. I can't find them, so I can't really see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you only have one pair of glasses. 
I have one that's in my gym bag. I left my gym bag at the gym. And oh, my damn. other pair that I leave at home, I can't find. So, Is that panic mode for you? Are you like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm about to go on a podcast and I don't have my yeah, glasses. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, I looked up a second. Yeah, that would freak me out. I looked up a second ago and I couldn't find my coffee in my phone. And of course, they're both like here. Right but, in front of you? Yeah, but I <laughs> but I panicked for a second because I had this in my face. I was like. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm squinting the entire time, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. That blows. That blows. I have so many pairs of glasses. Um, yeah, that can't happen to me. I would be fucked. Sometimes yeah. it, 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 I, I challenge myself. Sometimes I go out places and I'll leave my, like say, like I go to the beach every day and there's uh, at least once a week, I'll leave my glasses purposely in the car to walk. And that's because I heard some shit that like, you don't, you don't process vitamin D unless you get sunlight directly on your eyeballs. I don't, I, I do not know if it's true. You don't, but you don't process it to its highest levels or whatever. What was that noise? Oh, I lost you. I lost you. Something happened to your audio. We heard a little me, 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 and then you, you vanished. Maybe your headphones turned off. No, sir. Nope. How about now? Ah, yes. Ah. Back live with Christian Harris. We listened to your, to, to your uh, video this morning. The, your 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 rap video, thirty thousand views. I've had rappers on the show, and none of them, and none of them have had as many views on their video as that video. All the rappers I've had on the show, I think all the rappers I've had on the show combined haven't had that many. What views. time out? What rappers have you had on your show? I had uh, the the one that comes to mind right away is Lee Cavelli. Uh, he, okay. he's, he's out of the, he's out of the East Coast. He had a song that says "Let the White Kids Say Nigga," and I thought that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> And so it was just like, all right, well, he's coming on the show. He was a great guest. He was a great guest. And actually, that's not true. I think most of his rap songs have like 200 views, but I think maybe that one had like 4 million. You know what I mean? That, right, just, right. It, because it went the, viral. Yeah, and it's a great song. Like, he did, he did a really good job, too. It's not, it's not just uh, clickbait. It, it, was, it was solid. It, it was a good song. So what did you think of it? He was ahead of his time. I loved yours. I, I've listened to it three times. Yours is awesome. <laughs> what year is that? Uh, that's got to be like around 2010. Oh, uh, why not? Three CrossFit days. Why not more? Um, I was actually starting to get to the point where I was getting some buzz and I was doing some uh, small local events uh, in the city. And I got wifey pregnant. And oh. being a rapper isn't really a conducive lifestyle to uh, having a family. So you pivoted to the next most difficult profession. Uh oh, we lost you. Oh, I think maybe you muted yourself. Now, now you're better. You're good. I can hear you now. Nope. Good now. Stop. Yeah, something was like accidentally muting your. You were accidentally muting yourself, or something is automatic. It might have been my uh, my headphones. Um, but uh, switching from rapper to um, gym owner, uh, CrossFit athlete, a grid league athlete. That that's a tough that's a tough toe too, right? Yeah, I mean, I uh, growing up, I never really wanted the real life job. I've yeah, always yeah. had like dreams and aspirations of like being either like a, you know, pro ball player of some, of some sort, 
So it was never really like I wanted to be like a doctor or, or be a lawyer or something like that, you know? So after my rap career, I wanted to get into fitness a bit more and started pursuing CrossFit. Um, one of my coworkers, I used to work at this place called Parisi Speed School, which is strength and agility training for young athletes primarily, just teaching them running mechanics. And um, he kept telling me about CrossFit for about a year, and I kept saying how dumb it was and whatever. And I tried my first workout, got my ass kicked, got hooked, and um, here we are. And that Parisi School, that's the school that was like, that was what you were going to use to make money to take care of the family? Basically. I mean, at the time, I was 24 working there. Man. Um, I was homeless at 24. <laughs> no, nah, maybe, maybe I had, close. Yeah, yeah, I was close to homeless. No, I Maybe 24, 25. I was definitely on the tit. I was definitely like my mom was paying for like it was it was either she was about to cut me off or she was paying for everything. And when I mean everything, <laughs> I mean weed, gas, food, all of it, alcohol. Yeah, like school, like she paid for all of it. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Did you ever sell weed? I did not, no. No. Did you ever do did you ever sell any drugs? Nope. No. Smoked well, a bit. Good. I mean, that's about it. Do you smoke now? No. It's not it's not conducive with uh high performance, right? Burning shit and then inhaling the fumes. I mean, some would argue in the other direction, but for me yeah. personally, just you know, breathing in smoke and things like that. I mean, I remember when I would smoke, I would just be coughing and hacking along for the longest time. So when you can't really see that helping me right now. No. When, um, when you started CrossFit, was there anything that you, that was in your life that you gave up? Like I smoked cigarettes. I started CrossFit at 34. Um, when my age now, that's what you are now. You're 34. I'm, thir- uh, I'm sorry. I'm 35. I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling people I'm 49 and then they remind me in the comments that I'm 50. It's not, <laughs> it's not cool. Um, was there anything that I had to give up smoking to do CrossFit? Like I not, not, I had to, but I was like, okay, th- this I'm, I'm like, I'm doing fight gone bad. And then I'm walking outside and lighting a cigarette. It's like this, this, I was just thinking this doesn't, cannot be good. doesn't really match up. <laughs> no, and it was just screwing because I wanted to get better at CrossFit, but I really like smoking. I really enjoyed like nicotine's crazy. It's so good. Yeah. But 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 I did you have to give anything up? Uh no, I didn't give up anything. No. No. You are you were already on the straight and narrow. How about this? For the thing? most part, like I started to eat much cleaner. Um I mean at the time paleo was really popular. So I followed paleo for a little while um yeah i mean i i drank occasionally then i drank you know more frequently than i do now i don't really drink much at all now how about um, this did you have to give up the elliptical when you started doing crossfit <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't have to give that up that was uh, about last year the have you ever driven that? one of those no but i but but i'm usually i'm a really open-minded guy but when I see the the there's a I've never seen the three wheel one. The three wheel one actually is a little bit cooler than the the ones we have around here on the beach. It's some goofy fuckers on it, and they're bikes though, right? And they yeah. go way too fast. They go way too fast. No one should be going that fast on a two wheel elliptical. I tell you what though, it's 
a lot more challenging than you than you might think. Yeah, I, I, I the ellipticals at the gym, you know, I haven't been on one in 10 years, but the I've tried them maybe 20 seconds at a time. They're supposed to be low impact on your knee, I guess. They make my knees feel horrible. Yeah, it could be, you know, that mid-range um, like shear on the knee the entire yeah. time. Like if you're on it for 40 minutes. Yeah, for me, it was 10 seconds. How did you end up with that? <laughs> uh, this company, Street Strider, reached out to me and they're like, would you mind promoting this? And I was like, all right, check it out. But I originally liked the idea of having it at the gym because like when we send classes to do 400 meter runs and workouts, it's like people go around the building, but you never really know what they're doing around there, you know? Right, so right. It's kind of a way to follow the, the class and hold them accountable. Hey, dude, anything you did with your shirt off would look cool. I want to see you do that with your shirt on <laughs> I, I, and reassess. The greatest <laughs> thing that ever happened to that bike was you getting on it. Crazy. <laughs> Um, so do you have it, it at the gym? I actually just took it home um, about two weeks ago. My wife wants to hang out, uh, play around with it. If, if if I had that, I would for sure ride it. That's for sure. Or at least, I mean, everyone wants to try it, right? If that's sitting around the gym, everyone's like, let me try that thing. 100%. You, you 23 and mead yourself. I have recently, yes. Yeah. Did you use a fake name? No. <laughs> Uh, we 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 got our son 23 and me and, and someone told my wife to use a fake name just in case like we got an uncle that like killed someone or something you know what i mean like they can they can triangulate on that you know that right yeah what is what's your background i'm armenian 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and my wife the and what was fascinating to me about yours is my, my wife's jewish she's ashkenazi so my kids okay. are fifty-one percent uh, Jew and fifty-one forty-nine percent Armenian. But I heard you say that you you're predominantly Jewish and African. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. Um, I mean, I I knew that going into it. It was just yeah. cool to see the breakdown of like where you know different bloodlines and stuff came from in Africa. So it was pretty cool. Who who's Jewish in your family? Your mom or your dad? On my mom's side. So it's like, and, and is she, Ashken half, is she Ashkenazi? Half, black, half white. What's that? Yeah. Is she Ashkenazi? Do you know? Uh, do you no. Know? No. Okay. Let's just say that again. You're, you're, you're essentially half black and half white. Yeah. So it's funny you say that. Cause I asked someone yesterday, I was talking to, I said, Hey, is Christian Harris black? And they started fucking laughing their ass off. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And they're like, listen, how stupid the fucking question is. And I go, what do you mean? He's like, obviously black. And they're like, no, it's just crazy that we live in an age where you have to ask if someone's black. And like, I look at you, like, because black's the color, right? Like if I were to say, is he red? They'd be like, no. Is he yellow? <laughs> no. And, and the reason why I was asking is because I thought it was funny because there's these some fucking idiots out there who will say some negative shit about me like I'm racist. Well, they don't really say it. They want to say it, but they ain't got the balls to say it. And I'll fuck them up. But they... um. But I had a black dude on yesterday, Darian Weeks, and then who was on before him? Uh, and Zach George. Uh, I had Zach, Zach George. George on. Yeah, have you met him? Uh, I've met him once. Man, he's nice. Yeah, big fella. Um, yeah, big, big. Yeah, just even through the screen looks big. So I was like joking. I was like, oh, shit, I got my own Black History Month. And they're like, no, that was last month. It's, it's Women's 
it's woman's month and you're it's fucking it up because yeah. you had three dudes on in a row. Are you, um, where, where are you, where, where's home for you? Where are you from? I currently live on Long Island. Um, people from Long Island, you have to make sure that you say you live on Long Island, not in it. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing. Uh, but I grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, to me, it's all that would be all New York. Yep, all New York from California. Okay, and and so you're born in Brooklyn. And and um, are, are your mom and dad still married? They are not. Yeah, so that's pretty. Um, they split when I was pretty young. And and how did they meet? How did they meet? I don't really remember the story of how they met, but I do know that they used to work at Burger King. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, my mom had me at 19, pretty young. And, you have siblings? Uh, I have three brothers. Oh, and where so, are you in that pecking and then, order? And then I have half brothers and, and a sister as well. And, and my dad are got you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Oh shit. How is that? You like that? Or is that hard? I never minded it. No. As a kid. Do they look up to you? I think a little bit, yeah. Um, I think I've I've been the most level headed one throughout the years. So I think uh I set a, a pretty decent example for them, I would say. My dad was the oldest kid and he has um eight or nine brothers and sisters and my dad was born in Lebanon. It, it, it was, it was a tough situation he was born into like just e- crazy economic depravity. But, um, I saw the immense amount of responsibility he felt being the oldest son. And now I wonder that about my current oldest son. Cause he does play the big brother role. He does, but you know yeah. what I mean? He's in charge. He takes responsibility. Like even though he's seven already, if I yell at the five-year-olds, he'll, he'll step in. You know, he's got like something to say. Hey, go on him. Yeah, yeah. So you have two? Yeah, yeah. I have three altogether. I have two five-year-olds and a seven-year-old. I got twins. Twins or? Yeah, twins. Okay. Yeah, I've got two boys. uh, Does your oldest step in? Does your oldest step in if you're scolding the little one? Uh, Not particularly, no. Um, But uh, he is, he definitely takes the little one under his wing and, um, you know, just really plays that big brother role really well. He's a really good kid. Like he, and he knows not to light him up. Like to, everything has to be leveled down a little bit. Oh, for sure. For sure. The little guy though, he, uh, he's the bruiser. He'll beat up the big guy. <laughs> I know. Isn't it crazy? And will the big guy just, ta- he just takes it, right? Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. That's how my oldest son is. He just takes it until he doesn't. He, just, <laughs> he yeah, it's crazy. I um my my five year old was running through the house the other day and he dropped a uh, he dropped something on the ground a video game that I had bought him. And uh, there he is. That's your big guy right there. Yeah. Oh wait, ten and six. Okay, so he's way bigger. Oh yeah, he's he's very tall for his age. Yeah. Wow. How tall are you? Six one. Okay, so you're tall too. 
So, so my seven-year-old, my five-year-old's running through the house. He drops a little video game he has. I walk over to him and I start just kind of like yelling at him. Like, not yelling's a little harsh, but I like tell him, "Hey, like, hey, that's expensive. I paid for that. I work for that shit, and you're just dropping it like it's nothing." Yeah. And my seven-year-old walks over and he's like, "Hey," and I go, "What?" And he goes, "How about? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You dropped your game. Is it okay?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "What game was it?" I just like uh, my Switch kids just ha- no 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 my kids aren't that lucky they I I'll go I have this thing on Amazon where it has like 500 games from the 80s you know what I mean it's got like Pac Man oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Defender yeah. it's like it's just a but I just think it's funny like and so I did it I did what he said I, I don't normally do that but I was like oh you know I was like all right I can try that approach like instead of getting mad at him like you know show a little empathy like oh you must be bummed you dropped that yeah. <laughs> um so you so you're born in brooklyn what was that like mom parents divorce early or uh i mean they were never married but i think it was around eight or nine or so that they kind of parted ways and i mean i moved around a ton as a kid i've went to probably about seven or eight different schools um you know from elementary through high school so I've had to adapt a lot. You know, I was always the new kid in school. So it was tough a bit, but I think a lot of that attributed to the type of person that I am today. So I guess I'm thankful for it. Why did you guys move around? Like getting evicted or rent got no, too high? I was just or- always trying to find the next best deal i guess on a on an apartment or something like that i have this friend who has just a shitload of money more money than one human being can count in a lifetime and by the time his kids were in the third grade they had gone to like seven schools and i just thought like why would you do that to your kid that would be like the hardest thing i mean right every like that's horrible right as a kid switching schools it is like it is tough but i mean Kids are resilient. I mean, I talk about it with my wife all the time, how we want to, how I want to get out of here of New York now because of the taxes. It's just out of control here um, and, and go down south, maybe to, to the Carolinas potentially. Uh, that would like, be- ah, I don't want to take them out of school, you know? Yeah. Do you have any friends from elementary school who are still your friends? Like, were you able to do have any of that? From elementary school, no, not really. Um, more, more middle school. There's, there's like maybe two or three kids that I'll talk to every now and again. But I do have a good group of friends from high school that I'm very tight with, and it's a pretty large group. It's like 20, 20 of us that stay in touch. Damn. And that are those people you met your senior year? Yeah. Because your senior year, you switched high schools, right? That was the la- I mean, uh, junior, until- end of junior year, middle of junior year. Wow. And then so um were you good looking kid? Like the girls did girls like right. you? <laughs> girls liked you? Yeah. So every time you switched so. schools, there was that. Right? Say that again, I'm sorry. Every time you switched schools, there was that. You were like the new dude. Yeah, I was a new guy. That's I mean, I met my wife in high school, and that's kind of like how the ball got rolling. She uh she was on me. 
and, and, and that was your that. and that was your senior year your or your junior year when you showed up at that new school she was like oh who's this new dude uh junior year yeah. junior year because she's already seen all the other dudes for the last like three or four years yeah i forgot about that phenomenon in high school had when to bring like a, a new, little new flavor there you know yeah yeah and did you like all your high schools was, was school did you like school even though you were constantly switching i didn't mind it math was kind of my thing at the time um so yeah i didn't i didn't really mind school math was your thing what, what, what do you mean you just liked it like you were good at it i just liked it i it came naturally uh it was easy for me i didn't really have to study too much what's your wife's name danielle and so you meet her in high school and and do you know right away oh shit this is going to be the one Mm, I mean, we. Oh, sorry. Do you even know now? Do you uh, even know now? (laughs) (laughs) No, I know now. Okay, (laughs) for sure. I made a presupposition. (laughs) So you, so you met, so you met, so you met her in high school, and and that, and you start dating her in high school, and then she broke my heart when we graduated. Mm -hmm. I guess because she was, you know. She's half Italian, half Puerto Rican, and her parents are super strict. So she kind of wanted to like get out and live a little bit. So she broke my heart when we got out. And then uh, we ended up finding our way back to each other. And here we are. And, and, you're, and so now you've been together basically. A long time. Yeah, 15, 16 years. Yeah, 2013 we got married. And so you both have seen each other go through a lot of different stuff. Oh, for sure. Different phases. Um, you know, she's over the past couple of years, like with career changes and things like that. Um, she's developed a skin condition called vitiligo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. No, sir. But it's a condition where you start to lose pigment in your skin. So... It's usually brought on uh, from a hormonal standpoint and um, stress really uh, brings it out. So she's kind of dealt with, been dealing with that for the past, I'd say about five or six years. So kind of like through that, I've been, you know, learning how to help her cope with it. But she's, she's a strong, strong woman, tough cookie. What what happens with that vitiligo? Is it bad? Like, can it hurt you, or is it just a? It's just no, no. It's no. literally just a cosmetic thing, really. Is that what Michael Jackson had? I believe so. Yeah. Is it? And then yeah. He ended up just like completely bleaching himself. That is what he did. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know, but he just started getting spotty, and then. You, you 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 are you excited about being married for fifty years? I mean, like you can do it. You know what I mean? I think about that. Sometimes yeah, it's with gonna my be wife. fun. Like get- I'm excited for our for our ten year. Uh, we want to go away to to Italy for our ten year. You know, and just doing those kind of things. Maybe re- renewing the vows, having a a big shindig. Um, did you have kids before you were married? Yes, uh, the older guy, basically. We were together for about 10 years at this point, and then mm-hmm. I got her knocked up, and I'm like, shit, I should probably marry this girl. 
Yeah, smart. And, but but he came out first. Yeah. yeah so at our wedding, a- he was about uh, nine or ten months. Okay. Like he was just walking at around that time. We had my wife and I. We had our first kid, and then when she got pregnant with the twins, I was like, "Oh shit! I should. Um, we should get married in case like one of us dies. It's like an easy transition. You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you get the car, you get the house, like all the shit. Just. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty. You're, what city are you in? You said you're in. You're in Long Island on Long Island. On Long Island. On Long, on Long Island. Island. And that is the city. Long Island's the city. So it's weird. Long Island, I would say, is kind of like maybe like San Diego in a sense. And isn't there different towns within San Diego? Or- kind of. We have county. We have counties, and then we have cities. So, like, there's like there's like Los Angeles County. Uh, Los Angeles is a bad example, but like we have, like we have Contra Costa County. That's one of the counties in California, and inside of that, there's all these different uh, cities. And so yeah, the so county, basically, like the way I think of it, the county doesn't have a mayor, and the and the cities have mayors. Right. It's so it's very similar in that sense. So it, Long Island is a, is a basically a city within New York County, I guess, is a way to think Correct. of it, the, the broader oh, area. Yeah. And and you would want to li- you would want to leave there. You've been there your whole life, and you would want to leave there. Is it is it a concrete jungle you live in? Like when I think of New York, no, I just think of uh, Manhattan. very no. very suburban uh long island is yeah like you have parks and like hills and uh it's very flat here there's basically zero elevation anywhere out here is is everything um, developed yeah it's very suburban here okay so i get have you heard it, of like the hamptons or montauk yeah yeah very that's beachy the fancy, that's the fancy place yeah so i'm about one hour from new york city and then about mm-hmm. an hour and a half from the Hamptons and Montauk. So I'm really and, smack dab in the middle of Long Island. And where and where's your mom live? She just moved about a month ago to South Carolina. Oh shit. Oh, she would love it if you moved down there. She would. Yeah. Is she into your I might, kids? I might follow suit one of these days. Is she into your kids? What's that? Like she is she into your kids? Like is she like oh, super yeah. grandma? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, they love they love that shit. Any of your siblings have kids? No. Um both of my brothers are gay. So you know, they haven't adopted or anything like that just yet. No shit. Both your brothers are gay. Is that is that hard? Is that easy? Like oh, tell how do you find that out? Um I believe who came out first? I think Damien came out first. This was probably. Do you know already before? You're like, yeah, that dude's gay. He just doesn't know. No, I, I didn't know. No. Okay. Didn't know. Okay. No. Um, but then things kind of made sense a little bit to me um, when I did find out. But yeah. They're just keeping a secret that the, it, it sucks. It's like. It, 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 it must be fucking so brutal because they're you're basically keeping a secret your whole life until you're not, and then and then it must yeah. and then that must be terrifying, right? And then it's like that, you have to deal with that, yeah, you know, coming I out mean, sh- and and are you just cool as shit with it, or do you fake it at first? Does it rock your boat? 
or and you're like, oh, I mean, yeah, I was, no problem. I was and then you go home and you're like processing. Yeah, I was surprised, but I didn't. You know, I wasn't like, oh my god, like stay away from me. Of course, right? Of course, go not, repent. You, know? you weren't like, go repent. No, not at all. Um, and it's funny, like through my company, Move Fast, Live Tevi, we do a a pride collection every month, and sometimes people the the comments that they that they put out there when we release the collections, basically saying how, you know, this isn't pro gay or whatever it is. It's like so negative because you don't even know that both of my brothers are gay and like how I support them in in the best way that I can, you know? Right. So it's a tough situation right now. Um, I grew up in San Francisco and uh, Berkeley area. I grew up in the Bay area. And so there was never a there's there was never a stigma about it. You, you at least in my little area in Northern California there. So you know, like we would go to like part like all the cool parties in the city were like primarily like big huge gay bashes, right? We had sure. love fest, we had the erotic exotic ball, we just had all that shit. So you would go there and there would just be trannies and gay people and just just people just raging. We'd have the thing in Polk Street where all the dudes would be walking around naked and my friends and I we would just go there and party. It was just like whatever. I mean there were there were girls there too, but it was there was this environment that felt really free, right? Sure. And, um, but, but now like when I went to my kid's school a couple of years ago, they got the LGBTQ flag up at the, at the elementary school. And I have trouble like with that because I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's a sex flag. Like mm. th- this denotes that these people's behavior based on sex, I wouldn't want a straight flag up there either. And I so I would ask people, why is that up there? And they're like, it's to show acceptance. But I, but I'm just like that. That's not. I thought the American flag was acceptance. You know what I mean? Like we're all, we're all. Yeah, here. I mean, I think you gotta just it's, let it, kids be kids. You know? Yeah. Have it's a them. trippy. It's a trippy situation, and I don't want to come across anti-gay even in the slightest. Just like I don't want to become come across anti-transgender um, in the slightest. But I, I, but I'm also like don't want women, men transition competing in women's sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just like, how do you, do you do you have any any opinions on those? Like, do you, what do you think about that? What do your brothers think about that? Have you talked to them about it? About like, like, I, like if I was gay, I would be like, why are they? Con- yeah, like if I was gay, I would be like, if I was, let's say, I was a lesbian, and and they have this this common phrase LGBTQ, right? And I would be like, hey, don't mix me up with them. Like my like my shit's not like I'm not trying to switch to a dude. I'm not trying, I, I, like, you know what I mean? I want to support like an openness and, and like, we obviously as a group have our challenges, but like, if I was a lesbian, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I'd, I wouldn't like automatically think, okay, now transition men should be competing in women's sports. They don't even seem related to me who I want to be intimate yeah, I with. And <clears throat> I think that's tough. And my hat is off to those folks that have to figure out and, and deal how, figure out how to deal with, you know, creating a sector for them because yep it's definitely like a very touchy subject and i don't know i i wouldn't want to be the person in charge of of having to to figure that stuff out no not at all and and, and there's no there's got to be a way to do it without being mean too of course there i mean there's got to be yeah 
not that we should be worried about hurting people's feelings, but we shouldn't hurt people's feelings for, a, a, as a as a mode for a solution. My motto like, is let, work, work hard, stay humble, and be nice. If you could do that, hard. the whole world would be a better place. Work hard, stay humble, be nice. Do you like doing your podcast? So the my co-host, Joe Roscoe. Uh-huh. He is heavily into the podcast. So mm-hmm. what he the business that he has, uh, it's called Built for the Stage. And it's this little niche where he basically created a training platform for Broadway folks. And he has a uh, podcast through that. So he's very uh, seasoned in the, pro- in the podcast world. Uh-huh. And he got me to start incorporating it into Move Fast, Love Tevi. Not something I really wanted to do, but through doing it, I've gotten more comfortable and I actually enjoy it now, getting to meet people and network and chop it up. Hey, that dude, um, Joe Roscoe, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Uh, that dude, Joe Roscoe, he trains, like his specialty is training Broadway cats? Yeah. Wow, that's that sounds cool. It's an interesting niche. Yeah, Wow. Do you do that too? I do not. Um, do you want to go on? I get Broadway? to live vicariously through him. It, it's interesting when I asked you earlier. I said, "Um, oh, you were talking about wanting to be a professional athlete." I get a totally different vibe from you. I get a um, uh, you want to be an artist. Not it's, you want to be an artist. That you are an artist. That you're. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what shows and what um it's what makes me do what i do i guess the the ability to have creative expression and freedom right like with my training program it gives me that freedom to creatively put something out there for the training community right with the clothing i can have free expression of creating art through clothing and then it's the something media. that I need to to be able to thrive. I need to have that creative outlet. There's a move fast, lift heavy, and then from there, there's branches. That's the mothership, right? Move fast, lift yep. heavy. Then there's the training. There's the gym. There's the media, and there's the clothing. Yep. Um. Does the clothing have uh? uh how does that intersect with Reebok? Aren't you a Reebok so, athlete? Are they cool with you li- releasing your own stuff? I am a Reebok athlete. There's been a, a couple of like little. You whoop someone's ass? Uh, little, no, no, no. <laughs> a couple of little tips here and there, but um, the relationship has been great. Um, and they understand that I'm an entrepreneur and I've had this company prior to my relationship with Reebok. So it's something that they're, they're understandable with. When, um, when CrossFit first signed with them, I always liked those guys. It was interesting because they were a big, you know, corporate juggernaut. They were like a branch of, you know, the mothership um, Adidas, right? Yep. Are they still or did they get sold? They got sold recently. Um, I forget the name of the the parent company now, but this was over the past uh, three or four months. Okay. And it, well, anyway, so when we, when we signed with them, CrossFit Inc., it was, uh, they were cool. 
they, they, I mean, they were cooler than us. They were nicer than us. We were like pit bulls and they were like, you know, like more like basset hounds. They were cool dudes <laughs> and they had fully embraced the CrossFit way. And I'm trying to remember the guy's name over there who was the CEO. He was cool as shit. I hung with him a lot. I can't believe I can't remember his name. And he, he was an older dude, like a tall, skinny, white dude, bald. Uh, At Reebok? Yeah. I cannot believe I, I cannot remember. remember his name. CEO of Reebok. Jeez Louise. Oh, I'm kicking myself. Anyway, and he would he rolled with rappers too. They had a lot of rappers there. So he yeah, knew all them. Absolutely. Like so I would be out to dinner with him and he'd be telling me crazy stories of like he did Molly with this cat or you know, like <laughs> it was cool. He was cool. And it was just funny because he's, you know, it's just all these fucking gangster rappers and he's he would just tell me stories and, and how yeah. cool everyone was. I know uh I know like Jay-Z had a, a shoe through Reebok. 50 cent rick ross i believe i i don't know and, if he had a sh- um, well he for sure sings about them and i know he wouldn't oh matt o'toole thank you will Jeez, louise uh, yeah 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 how could i forget matt o'toole's name that's it that's a good dude he got the wrong last name there's nothing about him that's a tool now we gotta change <laughs> your name he's a he was a really cool dude and a family man he had five kids i really liked him I liked everyone over there. It was weird because it was like cantankerous because we would fight with them a lot because Greg, you know, we had no sellout in us. And when you're a corporation, you got some sellout in you. And I'm not saying even like, I'm not even hating. Um, but uh, so, so we bumped heads a lot, but, but they were cool. And you like working with them. Who, who do you work with over there now? I wonder if it's any of the same people. Like who's, who's like your immediate contact? Over I there? highly doubt it, but it's uh, Jordan. Is he CrossFit? I mean, I think he does CrossFit a little bit. Um, but my my point of contact when I got signed on was Ari Hurst. Do you know Ari? Okay. No. He works no, for Reebok now. Okay. I mean, uh, for CrossFit now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that um, this this the system's a little incestuous. Maybe there should be a better word for it. But like, yeah, once you're in, I think you can like bounce around from Whoop to Reebok to CrossFit to you know. Do you do a whoopee? Are you a whoopee guy? I am a whoopee guy. Yeah. And are you one of their athletes? Yeah. Those you tell a, someone a, over a there they partner. gotta say that again. I'm a partner. Yeah. Tell someone over there they gotta sign me the whoopee. They 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 need a podcast. The they gotta get you on. They they no, they got they, they gotta jump on. They gotta jump on the bandwagon. Check your heart rate during the shows. Yes. Yes. Did you see that? What they did with Rich? How they had that when he did the um, quarterfinals? You could watch his uh, heartbeat. Did you see that? Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. I'm supposed to be doing one with them uh, for this quarterfinals uh, next week. Oh, oh, because you're doing the team one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy too is I thought you know I was I was um I, it was it was kind of um uh, bred into me i guess through greg glassman that you know who gives a fuck about heartbeat and this and that and this and like he would explain really well why none of that mattered but when i watch but i like it i don't care you know what i mean it's like i i think i was i was fascinated at watching rich's heartbeat um when he exercised go ahead yeah no it's it's something that's actually really important in training um like in our training program we do a lot of zone two training so just really training that aerobic base but you can't you truly cannot train it unless you have the wearable on. You know what I mean? Like you're just literally guessing. Yeah. What if, what if I was wearing the whoopee and it outed me? What if like, what if like 
like Amanda Barnhart walks on and my heartbeat drops, but then Rich takes his shirt off and the shit skyrockets. And like, hmm. <laughs> the whoopee do a live. Yeah. We're Daniel Brandon. Things out. We're finding some things out. Yeah. We'll Daniel Brandon walks on and my, my heart just drops down to like three beats a minute. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Um, you, are you liking the team? Does any part of you, Oh, this is, does any part of you feel, I mean, Maybe we should talk about your individual career for a second. You you kind of got hosed. You were you were like in the peak of your individual career during some just the fucked up years, right? Sixteenth in the worldwide open, and then was that your highest finishing in the in the open? Sixteenth. Yeah, that was my highest finished, which is uh, insane. Was the year, by the way, that was the ring dip year. Oh, yeah, I tore my pack at that regionals. <clears throat> is that just ass programming, or is that just? I mean, I don't know what. The issue was honestly with so many guys tearing their pecs that year, but I felt like I was very well prepared for it. You know, I was doing a lot of bench and and dip work at the time. I don't know. I think it's like just a freak thing. Um, what about um? You're so polite. What about um? What about that year at the games when the when the old dudes uh, were doing those 155 pound hand cleans? God, Dave's gonna hate me for this. He did not. He doesn't watch the show. I hope, no one tell Dave that I'm talking shit. Um, <laughs> the 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 old dudes were doing the 155 pound cleans, and they were doing it on the fat bar. Do you remember that? That and dudes were popping know. bicep tendons like like pec tears. You don't remember that event? Oh, you were probably no. too busy doing your own shit. But basically, the same thing happened there. They were doing hand cleans with that big fatty bar. Yep. And dudes were just popping biceps like right there on the games floor out in wow. uh, Carson. Yeah, in the tennis stadium. I mean, it's interesting because all that stuff gets tested. Yeah. So like, and, like and what happens in a competition too. setting where, you know, shit goes wrong and hits the fan, you know? I, the, the, the safety, the idea around safety for the athletes, like to me, it's funky. Like, I don't care how hot it is out there or, like, if you push them too hard. Like, fuck you. Modulate your shit. But, <laughs> but like, you can't have bars falling on them. You know what I mean? You can't have bars like, falling on them. You can't have, like, collars fail. Like, you equipment can't have malfunctions. Dude, yeah, you can't have dude, and yeah. you, Or you can't have, like, dudes overheading. Like, um, uh, I don't mean to – sorry, Matt O'Keefe. But, like, at Wadapalooza when they were doing the pig flips. And, and I wasn't there, so I don't know. But it looked a little scary, right? Like those things look like they could like if if the one got wonky or cockeyed, like you could just crush Christian Harris right next to you. Who wears Christian? Oh, he's under that seven hundred pound pig, you know. Um, that shit can't happen. Or like that shit that happened with um poor uh who's the dude who um you were at that competition, I think. The one where the dude broke his spine. Oh is, uh Kevin Ogar. Yeah. Like that shit like those are the things where I think safety's important. And and um but but the other stuff like when people are like it was too hot for the athletes to 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 compete I'm like I, I don't I'm not, I'm not buying that or like it was too much work well slow down like that's um but this thing yeah, I mean, this one's a gray the, area the this pec tears right you gotta you gotta be able to deal with the conditions and adapt to your surroundings um I did a a Spartan Spartan Games I don't know if you're familiar with it or not but it's I am like, I can't wait to hear about it are you allowed to talk about it yet yeah okay uh can I. 
Okay, <laughs> talk about it a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, be careful. I don't want to ruin it. Is the show is the show out yet? Uh, any winners? I won't disclose the winners or anything like that. But okay, uh, okay. So let's go back to the safety thing. Essentially, it was you know in Big Bear, so the elevation was out of control. I was not prepared for that whatsoever, and the temperature was you know just above um, freezing. Mm-hmm. So it's you had to deal with those elements and figure it out. And if you didn't, you didn't have success. Simple right. as that. Do they tell you ahead of time to prep for that? Well, considering or- that I got invited two weeks out, I didn't really have much time to prep for it. Okay. Okay. And how many athletes were there? Eight men, eight women. Any other Any other um, people we know? Like any CrossFitters? Meg Reardon. Uh-huh. She was there. Um, Sam Briggs? No, but she did it the year before. Everyone else is, was pretty much either you know into OCR or... Uh, was Hunter there? Was Hunter McIntyre there? He, he was there, yeah. He was my roommate. Uh, no shit. Yeah. What was that like? We got along pretty well. Um, there wasn't any like beef or anything like that. I could see why people dislike him. You know, he's definitely um, outspoken for sure. But I don't know. I, I'm pretty. I, I pretty much get along with everybody for the most part. He's a. Um, you should have him on your podcast. He's a dream podcast guest. If there were two people that every podcast like should have, it's Josh Bridges and Hunter McIntyre. They're so easy. It's Josh so is good. A good, dude. Yeah, He's a funny character. <laughs> yeah, and and Hunter's great too. They'll go. They'll go yeah. anywhere you want. Um, they'll add value. They're fun to look at. They're cool. They're cool. Yeah, I could see. It. Um, I I really He's like Hunter. Guy. He's got a crazy story. Have you have you met him before? Yeah, I had him on this podcast. I think at least once, and then I just recently did another podcast with them. Eddie, if this um, comedian out of uh, Malibu, California, had both of us on at the same time, which was fun. Okay. Uh, I really, but I really like Hunter. He, he, I mean, he'll he'll, he'll talk about any subject. Like he's just willing to go there. Yeah, I mean, again, I liked him. Did you wrestle him? I didn't get the chance to wrestle him, no. Is he bigger but than you? He's he a very good wrestler. Yeah. And he's big, yeah. right? Yeah, he's about I think he's like six two. Um, just under two hundred. So he's not exactly like t- to me, I don't think he's built like your typical OCR guy. No. Um he's definitely got some more size, you know, a lot more size on him. I, I think maybe he's coming towards the end of his career. Like, and, and by that, I mean, he was the top dog forever. He was just dominating. And I think he's lost his last two championships. And I mean, by lost, I think he took second. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure about that world. Um, but he did he did a great job at, at the Spartan Games. I'll just say that. And, and, and you, you, um, you got injured in this wrestling, right? You hurt your hand? I dislocated my thumb wrestling did you know that happened right away i didn't i didn't until after like right after the match i went to go pick up my water bottle 
And when I grabbed it and squeezed it, my thumb just kind of popped out. Oh. And then I dropped it. I'm like, what the hell? So I picked it up again. And the same thing, like my thumb, I just could not squeeze with the thumb. It just kept popping out. Sounds like a water bottle injury. I don't uh, don't think it happened. I don't think it happened while you were uh, wrestling. Just the it was a water bottle injury. <laughs> the water bottle was just too heavy. <laughs> yeah, what brand was that water bottle? Weak ass thumbs. Um, when you um, when you uh, when you met when you had kids and and you and you married your wife, did any part of you was did you ever go through like, oh, this is it? I'll never be with another girl again. This is the last girl I'll ever be with. Did you did you did you have any of that? Like like they're sort of like a um. It's it's an end to a, like a dating lifestyle, like a lifestyle. Like that's why I never that's why marriage never made any sense to me. Why would you close that door? Are you married? All the, I am married now. I closed the fucking door. But like I was always <laughs> like, why would you why would you ever close the door where the greatest gift to mankind enters through and, and lock it and then push a big anvil up against it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not I mean, leave that listen, motherfucker open your whole life? Everybody thinks the grass is, grass is greener, right? Like for those that are single, you think it's, you know, marriage is the best thing. For those that are married, you think being single is the best thing, you know? So I think it's just about, you know, dealing with what you got. Yeah. I, I there, There's tremendous value in being a good husband. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous beyond anything anyone could ever explain. That's what's kind. Of, I mean, I don't think it can be explained. Can it? I I don't. I, I mean, you could you could say it, but it's so experiential, right? Being a good partner. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, right? Like having to not be a different person, but you know, be a complimentary person to your partner. You know, you could run it Will Smith style. <laughs> you believe do you, was, do you do you think that was, that was a real slap yeah did you think that all along i mean as soon as i saw it i thought it was a real slap but then how he was when he was sitting down like cursing out cursing him out yeah yeah i mean it didn't seem like that was jokingly at all right i i thought wow. it was i thought it was real and then I thought it was fake because I, because I, um, Chris Rock like braces for it, like they had rehearsed it. But then last night I heard a, a, a clip where it's, it's him reading his book. I guess he has a, a biography out or it's some audio cool. clip of Will Smith. And he basically talks about how at nine years old, he saw his dad punch his mom in the face. And that was the biggest moment in his life. Cause it, cause he didn't jump in to protect his mom. So his whole life, he's felt like a fucking coward and like, like he's never felt fulfillment because he didn't stand up for his mom. Huh? That's gnarly, right? Yeah. And so because of that, that it, 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 it makes sense now that, uh, like, like I can piece it together. I, I know it's some like pop psychology, 50 cent shit, not like 50 cent, the rapper, but like 25 cent psychology shit. But yeah, like he saw an opportunity to stand up for his wife, however ridiculous it was. And he's like, I'm not letting this pass me again. I mean, that shit's crazy. The shit that can haunt you from when you're a little kid, right? Will Smith's haunted by some shit that happened when he was nine. Yeah. 
I mean, that's why people see psychologists and things like that, right? And deal with their issues. I just do drugs and push that shit down. <laughs> Listen, my friend, that might come out at some point. <laughs> Look at speaking of coming out. Caleb, hi. Hey. Thanks for thanks for popping on. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm going to send you, I, I, I have a whole, I have like three pages of notes, but with links, I didn't send you the links one. I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. Christian, say hi to Caleb. What's up, Caleb? Say hey, bye Christian. to Caleb. Bye. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy in the back. That's the guy that makes the magic work. I wonder if I can, um, Caleb's in the air force. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I want to ask Caleb something. Hey, Caleb, am I allowed to talk about on the air about what I know about um, your current status in the Air Force or no? Uh, I can't say you know too much, but yeah, you can talk about whatever you like. Um, Caleb's deploying in July. Thank you for your service, sir. (laughs) I'm not liking it at all. I was talking to Matt yesterday about it. I'm not digging that shit at all, dude. I'm not digging that at all. So I got a chance to... um connect with some of the guys from special warfare have i um, really neat stories and um ton of respect for those guys yeah it's incredible what they do they do a lot of um a lot of hard training a lot of um very interesting experiences a lot of them will do like walk around in the arctic for training you know like yeah let's go do some cold weather stuff and but then they get to shoot a lot of guns and hang out with a lot of cool people and i think like some of their best training is from like regular people, like people who live there. Like I think I've heard some stories of guys that will go out in the middle of Montana and like just meet a guide and they're just, he'll teach them how to live outside, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's really cool. Do you ever think story. about going, do you ever think about going to the military Christian? Uh, very brief moment um, out of high school, but that was very short lived. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I ever thought that. I think I was always scared. I think I was like one of those guys who wanted to do boot camp, like, and then and then get out just to see if like I was capable of that, mm-hmm. which I don't think I would have been. Were you ever shitty at sports? Were you ever the fat kid? Were you ever like the kid who wasn't? Were you always like the best athlete in your class? Where did you fall growing up? Uh, I mean, I played baseball my entire life up until my <laughs> later years of high school, but I was always pretty good, <laughs> to say the least. Um, senior year, I played wide receiver, you know, started and in college. Is that your first time years, playing football? I, I didn't start. I had to work. I had to definitely work my ass off to, to get to that starting position. And then once I got there, I ended up being all conference. So wait a second. So you, you played baseball all the way up until your junior year and then your senior year, you you stopped baseball and started football. I still played baseball senior year, but I started football senior year. And and why, and and why did you do that? I just liked more of the physicality aspect of it and the camaraderie compared to baseball. Um, Not that I didn't like baseball. It just doing it my whole life. I was kind of bored of it at that point. And football just felt so much more exciting. And and you were good enough to go to college and play football there with just one year. I, I went to a JUCO, Nassau Community, but they were a top. That's just all Jews? Members. It's just all Jews? <laughs> Junior college. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
Um, and we we actually went to a bowl game. Wow! As a as a freshman, and um, from there I transferred to a D two school and wow worked worked to a starting position and eventually all conference. And so that's crazy that you just do you regret leaving baseball like that or are you happy with the way it went? Yes and no. I think if I didn't play football, I wouldn't be where I am today because the whole weight room aspect and and really being in the gym in the off season is really what led me to have this passion for fitness. Did you think that you were ever um how do you how do you think that you're good enough to go to the CrossFit Games? Like I would look at the CrossFit Games, and there would there would be things I would see. I'm like, I just never am going to be able to do that. I'm just never going to snatch 300 pounds. I'm just not. Like I would in my head, I would have thought that. How do as you look at that broad swath of all the shit you have to be good at? Did, does that ever enter your mind, or did it? In the beginning. I was not sure. I mean, I, I watched the CrossFit games within a month of me trying CrossFit. And from watching it, I, I would immediately try like a ring muscle up and snatching and, and all these other things. And the one thing I couldn't do at the time was snatch. I couldn't snatch a 95 pound barbell when wow. I first started. Wow. And um, it was the one thing that I really, really tried to get down because it's the most difficult movement as we all know in CrossFit with a barbell. And I figured if I can get that, then I could have some success here. And I really just put my head down and focused on that one movement for quite a while. And I've snatched 330 pounds. Crazy. At one point. There was a, 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 a change for me. There was the 2007 CrossFit Games. I could do all the workouts. I could even beat some of the, the, the people. There was the 2008 CrossFit Games. I could do Is all that the, the workouts. Is every second? No, 2008 was the year of every second counts. 2008, got it. Yep. 2008, I could do the workouts. I could even beat some of the people, like the games athletes there in those workouts. Like that deadlift burpee one, I could just mash, mash that. 2009... I think I could do all the workouts um, that uh, 155 pound clean and jerk for th- or clean and thrust or whatever the final workout is, or was that eight, whatever that was starting to get heavy for me. That was like, okay, shit. 155, right? Yeah. yeah. And then 2010, there were workouts I just couldn't do. Like, even if I was like, had all like all month and, th- and there became just like a, a um, it was weird because the games used to have, workouts that every everyone could do and then there became a point where you couldn't like not not everyone could do that wow yeah this yeah. is crazy this is crazy and, and and you would even hear it from the athletes right when they brought when they put that 100 pound dumbbell in the regionals like you hear jason kalipa be like oh yeah i remember that like wait a minute you know even he the great jason kalipa was like i don't know if this is doable i think they were one of the first regions to go and just watching them tackle that dumbbell was was pretty cool. Having a goal to shoot for, and um, I think that was my first regional year. Was that 2012? Uh, I wouldn't bet my life on it, but yeah, it sounds right. It was 2012, yeah. You like doing the team thing? 
I do. I really enjoy it. Um, having that. What do we got here? Oh my goodness. Where is that? On there. Notice the kids in the back. God, CrossFit's cool. Those kids are probably 18 now. Yeah, hilarious, right? Wow. They don't even know that some dude just snatched 300 pounds. (laughs) Ah, they heard it. The bar dropped, though. God, it's so good. Um, why do you like the team? Do you like the team because and and do you do you go there with your team and plan to win? I noticed that you have tryouts. What do you have? You have this thing called um We did a pro, pro day. day. Pro day, yeah. Um basically just trying to get some talent. Um I really wanted to have two contenders for the CrossFit games this year out of our affiliate. We only ended up getting one um i guess transported team and we actually did get another team within the the affiliate to qualify for quarterfinals which is pretty cool um but yeah i i wanted to have two teams that were contenders for this year so i put the word out there and basically had tryouts and how was it how'd they go they went really well i mean we farmed the current team that we have we almost had the talent to have an, an additional team. We just needed one more girl that was committed and we couldn't, we couldn't uh, get one. So. Are, oh, I want to talk about that commitment. Um, when you, when you do these tr- tryouts, are you like, basically like, okay, I'm taking the, is, is it for you? Are you like, okay, I'm taking that dude, that girl and that girl and the four of us are going to win the games. Kind of. That's and what if a dude showed up who's better than you? Is there a dude who shows up who's better than you and you're like, fuck, I'm out of my own team? (laughs) Well, I did say that. Like if if there's four people here that are better than me and and I'm not, you know, the best one, then shit, y'all make a team. You know, I'll be on the B team. Right. Um, I mean, I think my teammate Will, he definitely balances me out with his strengths compared to mine. Um, so was that them? That's your team. That's the, the team. Yeah. Are you guys going to the games? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Super confident for sure. Unless somebody, you know, unless last year happens again, which won't, um, what happened last year? Not, uh, one of my teammates tested positive for a banned substance. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, for for what? Anything good or fun? Like th- like the same shit Ricky was taking or better? no? Nothing. Nothing of interest. Uh, DHEA, which is like an over the counter like hormonal supplement. Was it a was it a boy or a girl? Girl. Oh, that sucks. Hey, yeah. does that rock? That does that rock? Do you guys are you, do you guys um feel bad for her or do you guys hate her? No, we we definitely felt bad, especially because she's she's out of the sport now for however long it is now. Damn, it's a hormone that your body naturally produces in the adrenal gland. DH, I thought that was in fish oil. DHEA helps produce other hormones, including testosterone, estrogen, naturally. So you're not allowed to take that. No. Damn, and she didn't know that. 
She did not. Oh, that um, sucks. And the amount that was found in her sample was like the smallest amount it could possibly be. Damn. Um, I'm trying to think of some other crazy ones that happened. Didn't Ben someone on Ben Bergeron's team or Ben maybe popped way back in the day and it was like too much caffeine or something? It was something that was like in Red Bull or something crazy. I don't know. I'm not not too familiar. But I do know you uh, that you can get popped for too much caffeine. Yeah, I remember being at the games one year and one of the drug testers telling me, yeah, if you drank like three Red Bulls in a row, row you'd get tossed. That mm-hmm. would be crazy, right? You're out of CrossFit for so that girl's out for four years. The yeah. same way, Ricky. Damn. Super unfortunate. Oh yeah, that sucks. And then and, and the year was over for all you guys. Yeah. Is That's your like thumb bet? Really the the most uh disappointing part. It's because everybody's putting in the work to get there, right? And you know, because of one mistaken um situation everyone else is kind of screwed you know i i'm not i'm not doing this podcast like for fun what does I'm, that mean? I'm, <laughs> yeah what does that mean it's a great question what do you mean what do you mean i'm not it, it's not casual to me it's not I don't. I don't want to fucking like. If I invite you to be on the podcast, not you, Christian Harris, but like somebody, like I like I and and you, you are 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 too busy watching Andrew Hiller videos to come on my to 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 get the fucking work done. Then I don't want you anywhere fucking near me. Like I'm not. I'm not interested in. There's only so many times I'm going to invite someone to come on here. By 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 people invite come on here. I don't mean people like you, like guests. I mean um like the guest. I'm. I hunt the guests. I see you guys as fucking just uh, trophies to put on my wall. I got Christian Harris. You know what I mean? Like I got him. You know, ten years in CrossFit, two hundred thousand followers. I appreciate that, sir. Body, like, <laughs> like you're you're just a fucking trophy to me. But the other <laughs> motherfuckers, like Caleb, like Caleb just came home from some shit he did at the Air Force and jumped on. Or like the commentators, I asked to come on. Like if you're like, no, I'm sorry, my wife's my wife's working and I have the kids. Like fuck you. Like I'm here to win. You know what I mean? Now like, I get I, it. Like, now I get like, what you mean. Like like this isn't um this isn't I'm not um I'm doing this to so that um Joe Rogan and Howard Stern look up to me. I'm not doing it like 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 I don't go to bed I didn't, like last night I was fucking sick as shit and my throat hurt and I'm not like, "Oh my god, I have Christian Harris on. I'll call him and just push it off a day." I'm like, "No, I'm going to go ride the assault bike for fucking 10 minutes, pull my head out of my ass and stay up as late as it takes to watch Christian Harris videos and learn about um his favorite rapper's Kanye." You know what I mean? Like it's discipline. Yeah. And so do you get people on your team who don't like you're just like like they're at the 99 yard line, but you're just like that one little bit. You're like, no, fuck you. I don't care if it's your boyfriend's birthday. Suck them off when you get home. Like, no, (laughs) we have fucking Fran to do. You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you how do you pull that team together? I don't care if you're going you have a funeral to go to. I really don't. We uh, I think we all just share that common goal, and that's why. I have the the three with me that I have is because they're committed and they're disciplined, right? We show up 
every day to train and we're putting our best foot forward every single time. What's up, Jake? You know that dude? No. Oh. Because <laughs> 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 he, he got your haircut. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about cut? Did you ever get have any interest in cutting hair? Interest? Yeah. That was actually my my job. That was no my shit. gig at, in college. I used to cut the team's hair, the football team. Oh, it, wow. That was and, my go and, out money. Wow. And oh, you didn't go to beautician school. You were doing it on the – you were illegal. Like some dudes were slinging weed. You were cutting Basically. hair illegally without a license. <laughs> wow. I had a, I had the UFC fighter Darian Weeks on here uh, yesterday. Me and Caleb had him on. Um, and he's – do you follow UFC? Not really. It's well, he's too fight- late. What do you mean? Like the the fights, they're too late. I'm in bed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I'm right. on the West Coast. It's a good point. Anyway, he he's so great. But one of the things he has going is he has a play, he has a, a barbershop in Missouri. That's like one like he's like I have a I'm a I'm a business owner. Uh, he went to be he went to beautician school. You know what I mean? He's this hard dude. Yeah. And he went to beautician school six hours a day for eleven months. He's a UFC trains to be a UFC fighter. Um, yeah, it's cool. So so you so we cut the so how does that happen? Tell me about how you be you you become the guy who cuts the hair for the football team and what do they pay you? Like each dude gives you five bucks, ten bucks. Wow. Yeah, you know you cut five guys' hair like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You got some good go out money. It's it's a good time. Oh yeah, here's the guy. So here it's his place is oh, called Pat? the week the the weekly barber, and he just cuts dudes' hair. And I was like, so your barbershop's for people who need to get their hair cut every week. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, is that just black dudes? He goes, no, nah, there's the white dudes who want their hair cut every week too. Like, look at that kid with the line in his hair. Yeah. Did you do shit like that? Swag. Did you do shit like that? Yeah, of course. Oh, my. Did you cut your- all, the good, all the good stuff. Did you cut your boy's hair? So... I don't like to cut my younger son's hair because he doesn't sit still. Uh-huh. So I'd rather take him. I'd rather take both of them to the barbershop. I just feel like there's, uh, they let the professionals do their thing. But when I'm in a pinch, I'll cut their hair. I think I think you're you're a professional. You're just you don't you just don't you just don't have the licensure. You just don't have the skills to like you don't have the the chemicals to clean the combs. Or whatever, whatever the fuck. I, I mean, I actually do. I have all that. You stuff. do? <laughs> yeah. <That's> all, <laughs> do you cut do. anyone's hair for money now? Still? No. Oh. But you know, if my brother, my brother, he's away at school, so he'll, sometimes I'll come home, and uh, be like, "Oh, Chris, can you give me a haircut?" I'm like, all right. I don't want to do it, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh, that's a great bonding experience. My, my, um, I let my kids shave my beard. Like I'll grow this for like another eight months and then I'll just let them like just shave it clean. Like with like yeah. a, like a electric razor. Like down, like no beard. Yeah. No beard. Oh, wow. I like to, I like to go back, bounce, bounce around. Like I'll grow this thing real big until like everyone thinks I'm homeless or, or, or what really starts happening is I go out with my mom and people think we're dating. My mom thinks my, it's uh, cute. I'm like, nah. My mom, wife would not kill cute. me if I shaved my beard. Serious? Yeah. You look so different without a beard. Oh yeah, I look like I'm 16. 
<laughs> and you look um you look uh um do you have puerto rican in you you look puerto rican when, when yeah. you don't have a beard yeah yeah and and like that's now my, i don't that's really on my see mom's it. side yeah wow and your mom has freckles too she does i have them too in the summer they come out yeah freckles are cool i used to have them they all kind of went away they were all here mm-hmm um does does everyone on the team want to win is that the goal like is anyone like like would someone be allowed on your team who's just there just to like have fun so i think uh last year's situation was more that it was like all right let's try to get to the games it was kind of a last minute thing that i put together and uh i was actually just talking about this today with um a few folks um some some of my team members and deb who's my manager and I was at the games. I went anyway because we had everything booked. So I couldn't get out of that. And I actually ended up getting COVID at the games. Everyone and did. It was a super spreader event. Super yeah, spreader. for sure. For yes. sure. Everyone I, I know remember, who went there got it, by the way. Like 30 of my homies got it. Like I was really? sitting at home on my computer. Yeah. And That's what happens with remember- viruses. They spread. They spread. <laughs> That's what that's what they do. No matter what, no matter what they spread. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no, you're good. And I just remember being like sick in bed, and I saw Froning's post about you know being at the games and you know thanking Rogue and CrossFit and blah blah blah. And then at the end of his post, he wrote something like, "Already working on 2022," and I got fired up. And I'm like, it's got to start now. And that's kind of like how I started putting this pro together, pro day together, um, trying to get a a team for this this season. Did you slip into Rich's DMs just with like a fuck you? (laughs) No. (laughs) And so so this team is serious. Yeah, this team's serious. Um, How long have you been doing the mouth guard? Uh, For about a year now. And, and why? Because it's supposed to help. Yeah. Do you notice it helping? I do. Right now, I do. Um, when I first started using it, I immediately spit it out. Like, wow. it was terrible. Like gag reflex? No, just like, so I, I must have chosen the wrong workout to do. I did a run, assault bike workout, mm-hmm. like sprints, and I couldn't breathe with it. So I think I did too much too soon with it. I think if anybody's going to try the airwave mouth guard, you want to do lifting. Things that are pretty much low intensity and just get used to having a mouth guard in while you're doing fitness. I noticed that when I bite down on something, like if I just like (laughs) – I don't even know if I want to give the real example, but I, what I'll do is, is I'll put toothpaste on a tooth, uh, on a toothbrush, like one of my kids' toothbrushes, and I'll put the toothbrush in my mouth, like, like the, the handle. And then I'll put it and I'll so- toothpaste up another one. Right. Cause I got to roll in with like at least two or three. Wait, and what? This, like, so let's say this is a toothbrush, right? Yeah. I'll put toothpaste on it and then go like this and then put toothpaste on another toothbrush and and then carry them into my boys' room to brush their teeth. And the Why? second I put what? Why? Because they got to brush their teeth. Just keep their teeth clean. 
Just keep their teeth clean. Anyway, in the second I put the toothbrush in my mouth like this, you know, so I can have my so I can have my hands free. You know what I mean? So got I it. put toothpaste on this one, then I need my hands to do another one. Got so I go it, like this. And the second I put something in my mouth, I feel like I get more aggressive. It is so yeah. bizarre. Do you feel that? Like literally the second I put that toothbrush in there and I start to put pressure on it, I start to get a little angry. <laughs> Do you get that? When you put the when you bite not, down, you go not particularly, but when no. I lift, especially um squatting heavy, I clench my teeth so hard. So it was great to have that to bite down on to protect my teeth. But you don't feel anger. No. Caleb, can you Google that? I was hoping that I'd get some support from Christian Harris here. Oh, yeah, I fucking feel that rage in me, too. I turn into a lion. <laughs> Will you Google that and see if uh, biting down elicits emotional response? God darn it. Man, leave me out here hanging, Christian. Do you ever have aspirations to be on the L1 team, to be a red shirt? Um, I thought about it especially after being on the demo team and just like getting to know those folks. And, um, you know, I've talked with, had a lot of talks with Paul Tremblay and James Hobart who are red shirt guys. And they just talked to me about the lifestyle of it and how fun it is and all the travel and everything like that. Really kind of wanted to do it, but I think it's just not conducive to everything I have going on. Be a um, tough, I think. On a side note, anyone out there who says anything bad about James Hobart, you're going to burn in hell. Just so you know, you're you are a complete piece of shit. I've seen the last couple of days. There's this guy Andrew Hiller who said something about Hobart, like poking at him. And uh, like what? I can't remember. Uh, honestly, I couldn't even really follow it. It's about there was this guy. And do you know who Andrew Hiller is? No. He's this guy who's been making videos, but basically calling people out on their movement standards. At least that's what that's mm. kind of how I would pigeonhole them. And it's cool. It's cool. It's get, it's stirring up a lot, right? Like he'll play, like he played this video of Danny Spiegel, and he's like, "No rep, no rep, no rep, no." And he's showing, and it's like, and and like everyone's like, "Wow, about time someone calls people out on this shit, right?" He's really popular. Oh, damn. Yeah. And so somewhere, I asked Hobart when he was on the podcast about Andrew Hiller, and Hobart said something like, "I'm not going to talk about that." But then everyone from there like ran with this um started attacking hobart and i was like yo 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 like james is a good dude man oh he's such a good dude you would never talk shit to james to his face never that's my god not, not because it's thor it's because you'd melt you'd look into those big fucking beautiful eyes of his and that <laughs> perfect ivory skin and you'd melt no one it's like silly to talk shit about him Sevon, he's live in this chat right now who hobart or or mr hiller Oh, yeah. So here's another thing I'll tell you about this Hiller guy, Christian. Anywhere you see these bats, see these bats? Oh, yeah, there he is, 2010. That's him. He's here. He's somewhere here in the chat. But anytime you see these bats, he's he, – so he's got this Batman persona. So that's why, like, if you go to the game's Instagram account, there's bats everywhere now. Like, people, mm. like, basically, they call – if they see, like, bad reps or something, I think – Like, like the, bat, the bat signal? Yeah. And then this guy <laughs> comes and whoops some ass. That's actually genius. <laughs> it is pretty cool. He's he's killing it. He's fucking killing it. He, the guy's killing it. He's stirring up the he's stirring up the pot. Um. Uh. Your thirty four is is your CrossFit like competition career? Would is it fair to say it's it's transitioned? I'm being really nice. That's like a word we use when someone. <laughs> <died. laughs> 
I mean, yeah, like I'm starting to like over the past couple of years, I've grown up, right? Like being an entrepreneur, trying to find balance in my lifestyle and training for four or five hours a day isn't really having a balanced lifestyle. So I kind of have my life, I guess, compartmentalized in a way that I can focus on what I need to focus on and not have, um, you know, so much of my life revolved around training. Uh, what does that mean? The balanced lifestyle? What, what are the pieces? Wife, kids, money? Yeah. Um, art? like what, what are the, for me, it's, it's, it's really just making sure that I keep work at work and whatever task it is that I'm focused on, that I'm fully focused on it. Right. So if I'm, if I'm working on a design for, a t-shirt or a collection that I'm not doing that while also programming at the same time. Right. Like I'm really just focusing on the one task and maximizing that. And I think that's a skill that I've developed over the past three years. What is that? What, what do you call that? That's, that's something different. Compartmentalization. Than right? When I think of that word that um, I think of like uh Navy seals, I think of like, uh, when, when I, I have like a bad association with compartmentalized, bear with me here. It's like um, people yeah. who do that. It's like um, they got their wife in the Philippines and, and their kids in the Philippines. And then they got their wife and kids in South Dakota. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I think of compartmentalized or, or I think <clears> of like a dude who killed someone over in Somalia, but then three days later he's at home with his family in fucking, you know, orange County. And it's like, man, you got to compartmentalize that shit. That's what I, I mean. That is a, that is a skill, right? Being able to yes. separate those ideologies and, and, and thoughts, I guess. Right. 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 But I, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't I think like it's that. one of the things I've been I've been able to do that's helped me really have success um, within these businesses and you know have a a less stressful lifestyle lately. It feels like. So maybe I'm missing. So there's like a strong delineation. If you're working out, it, I guess for me this is it. When my kids know if I'm working out, like they can interrupt me pretty much anytime. But if I'm working out, don't interrupt me. Ever. Correct. Don't. I'm in the fucking garage. I'm fucking getting at it. You, you don't disrespect anyone while they're working out. They're bettering themselves. They're taking a minute to make themselves better. Don't fuck with your mom, your brothers, nobody. Yeah, it's Kinda basically like that. having that that mindset with yeah. within all these little things that I'm doing. Yeah. Sevon can be a robin emoji. You mean like the bird robin? Why can't it be like an eagle or some shit or or the eggplant? I'll be the eggplant. Is there even a robin emoji? I don't know. I'd love to be the eggplant. I'd love to be the eggplant. You know when um when that me too thing? I used to be a big eggplant guy. Like I would just send anyone an eggplant. Like someone would be like, "Hey, you want to go to the movies?" And I just send them an eggplant. Like, yo, it's yeah, just I'm, funny. I'm down. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, like, I'm up for it. I'm up for it without sending a dick pic. Yeah, yeah. And I've never sent a dick pic. I just want to be clear. And so I um I uh but when the me too thing came around, I stopped sending eggplants for like a year. It scared me. It scared me. <clears throat> um what's gonna happen at 34? My mom kicked me out of the house for the last time. 
Mm. And you're 34 and you have two kids and a wife. 35. Have, I, I keep forgetting. 35. 35 sorry. I'm, I'm officially a master's now. And you have a, um, oh, that's interesting. Does that entice you? Get up there and whoop Hobart's ass, speaking of Hobart? Not particularly. Not yet. No. Okay. Um, and um, is any part of you going through a midlife, like, is any part of you going through a midlife crisis? Like, oh, like, shit, I didn't do what I wanted to do or I'm, I'm leaving individual and I never got to, like, really go to the – I mean, you went to the games, but you didn't get to the, go to the games and, like, strut your shit. Like, it wasn't, a, like, a, an epic year. I don't know if there ever is going to be. I maybe, mean maybe. – Or are you excited really about, I'm, like, your next your next leap? That's one of the reasons why I'm, like, putting a lot of emphasis and focus onto this year is because the past two years I've gotten the short end of the stick. Um, two years ago with my Ramwad meat squad team, we qualified for the games and then COVID happened. And then last year we qualified for the games and then my teammate popped. So it's been like two years of, all right, we're good to go. No, no, we're not. So I I really want to get out there and, and, you know, make some noise. And, and, and what are you going to do next? Do you have, are you, are you going to reinvent yourself? Like, I'll give you an example. So at 34, I was basically homeless, but I, but I was, you know, I was living with my mom. At that point, I'd moved in with my mom and I was like, I, I knew how to edit and I was filming and the game was, there was not a lot of people in the game. And I was like making shows for like ESPN or commercials and shit, but still getting out there, like living in my motor home and like, you know. Um, and then I came across CrossFit and there were only 300 gyms. And then from there, I, and, and there weren't a lot of videos on the internet back then. People didn't want to put videos on the internet back then because it slowed down the uploading of the websites. They didn't even want to put pictures on. But I eventually got hooked up with CrossFit. I went to my L1. I couldn't, exploded my head. I couldn't even believe it. And I was the fat, slow kid in high school. And I couldn't believe like I was actually good at some of this shit. And I did this, my first workout was the same as your first workout, Fight Gone Bad. Yeah. And, uh, and I actually beat a bunch of people in the L1 at that and i was like wow and like literally dude i was the dude who got picked after all the boys and then some girls would get picked in high school you know what i mean <sighs> and i was okay with it but 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 it was just a reality sure and um so my whole life changed right and next thing you know i'm the executive director of fucking crossfit media the largest spreading brand in the history of the fucking world fastest spreading brand 162 countries fifteen thousand gyms and i was in charge of everything forward facing talk about a rebrand of yourself yeah so does any part of you like depressed? Like that, that was the story was supposed to motivate you. Like, Holy shit. If this fucking piece of shit can do it from living in a motorhome, but is any part of you kind of like, Holy fuck, what am I going to do? Like, I kind of have an idea of where I'm going to transition. I'm going to definitely transition into more of a, um, like virtual coach programming mode. Um, the past year, we launched our online training platform and that's really taking off very well. So I want to get into putting more time and emphasis on that as well as uh, the clothing. What about anything else like growing the world's largest watermelon or, or <laughs> knocking the dust off your rap career or, uh, um, or going into painting or what about a book? Nah, I don't, I don't know. Any of that's if I would do any of that stuff. Um, maybe the rap career. You do, nah. do you do you like you do you like rapping? You, you like poetry? 
I do. It's it's a creative outlet. Um, a lot of times if I'm driving and I hear a good beat, I'll just start like either freestyling or thinking of rhymes in my head. But it's just like something creative. Like I'm always thinking in some sort of creative uh, aspect. Do you, How do you tap into that? When probably no one even knows this except my wife, but when I rap, when I flow and I only do it in my car when, when no one's around, Oh, I would do it in front of my wife or my kids. I have to tap into something really emotional. It doesn't have to be about that, but like I have to start thinking about how much I love my kids and then something happens into me. There becomes a fork in the road where I can either start crying or I can start flowing. You know what I mean? I can start being creative. Hmm. And I and and if I want to if I want to rap, I just go. I choose this way. So you know what you, I mean. So if you're rapping, you're rapping about some deep stuff. Uh, no, it doesn't even have to be. No, it could be about pussy. But I got to like it could be anything. But but I got to <laughs> tap into it first. Like it always has to come from. Like I can't just do it. You know what I mean? Uh, like I have to be really moved. Like there has to be like I have to be. Re- and, like did you ever do this thing when you were a kid where um you could you imagine your mom dying and you would cry? Did you ever do that? Uh, no. Oh, I used to do that. Like to muster up tears, <laughs> I'd pretend like my mom died and then tears would just pour out of my face. And I'd be like, wow, this is crazy. And so it's, it's like that when I, if I start thinking about like my kids and them being on the planet with me and, and what they mean to me, I'll want to cry, but instead I can just, I can like tap into something emotional that I can just funnel into like, just gotcha lyrics or rapping. Do you have something like that, like that you feel or that you tap into to click that? Not really. I think it's just oh. for me, I, I just have to be feeling the the spirit of the the beat that's the on. Yeah. And then I, I can't be shit- stressed either. I can't be stressed. Right. Like for me, I almost get like a like writer's block with either rapping or even designing. Um logos and things like that if i'm stressed so with a clear head and a clear mind i'm able to put some good stuff out and, and what would you do if you were stressed but you had to get something done that was creative how would you flip the switch burpees what's that burpees i guess yeah maybe i mean working out is super important for me it's i have to do some sort of movement every day just because it helps to get my mind a little bit more clear. Um, it's been a while since I've been in writer's blocks. So I've been, I've been flowing. Yeah. How about, how about a, um, uh, uh, using your iPhone to like, um, do you have a whole shitload of like lyrics and songs you've sung into your iPhone and recorded? I do. You do. do. You want me to spit Damn. something? Can you? <laughs> I put something together that, uh, yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you really are creative. You downplay that. Can I hear? Did, did you did you record what you put down yesterday? I wrote it. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> this is like history right now. I haven't uh publicly rapped since probably that video you saw. And you never rap with some old dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Before you found me here on the Savant show, before I had the Ram, I thought about a Bronco. 
Before CrossFit, I used to do this rap thing. Had a friend stab me in the back like the Mad King. You watching the throne like Jane Yeh. Throwing fits, roll on the floor like MMA. When it comes to the gym, I never could stay away. Having so much caffeine, I only could stay awake. It's been a while and I'm still on fire. Haters say I'm on the juice like the OJ trial. Shit used to hurt my feelings, but I'm okay now. I keep putting in the work, so it's no play now. I always hit the gym hard and get a fresh rinse. Talk shit, you get smacked like the Fresh Prince. Or should I say rock like Chris? No dairy in my diet, so I'm not about the Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> I I love the I love it being bookended by me and uh and uh Chris Rock <laughs> and Will Smith. This is great. This is great. Wow. Caleb, um hour and thirty-five. Can we can that be uh can that go on the Instagram? That's so dope. That's, <laughs> that's good okay. Shit. So um how how long can that Will you will you now be like if you like that? Will you then find some beats and put that to it? No, I mean I would have to like go to a studio and do all that kind of stuff. But oh, what are you talking about, Christian? They had like there's like kids who can like do that shit in a little box now, isn't there? Like twelve year olds just making yeah, beats and rapping I, and I guess with the computer. You need Snoop now, Dogg. Like, you, you need to go to on. studio with a blunt and Snoop Dogg there, <laughs> <laughs> and like three bouncers in the hallway. That used to be the lifestyle. <laughs> Damn. And you miss it. Uh, I mean, it's just something that's fun to do, um, especially like, I don't know, if I'm driving to work or whatever, and I just hear a, a dope beat. Let loose, you know? Yeah. Um, Are you always this? Uh, you seem, you and I have a different metronome inside of us. We go to a different cadence. Like, like me versus you or like yeah, Christian me Harris and you compared to everyone No, no, else? no, no. Me versus like like Christian, not us together. No, I'm separating us. <laughs> I'm drawing a line in the sand. <laughs> Supposed to be inclusive. Fuck that. Uh you you have a different you have a different beat than I do. Like you're you're um like I do you know you, you you've trained with Jake Marconi, right? Yeah. Like he's he's on a different beat than I am too. Like he's he he's his is like done. 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 Like he got a slow heartbeat, right? He's just chilling. Mm. And you're and you're chilling too, maybe not as as much as him. Like you I like you're alive. Uh, well, let me ask you this when you and Marconi are together, do you guys talk to each other? Of course, yeah. That's my like dude. A, Shout out to Jake. Yeah, like a lot. Like, is it like, hey, and he's like, and I like thirty seconds later, he's like, <laughs> you say something. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of both, right? It's like we just kind of get each other, you know. Uh-huh. And it's not like we hang out that often, but when we do, it's like, what's up, bro? <laughs> I could see you being finished. Have you ever met Miko Salo? Uh, I have not. No. Um. There's this. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not, you know, he's not a man of a lot of words. I mean, you can get him to start going if you, if you really push, but, um, uh, Finnish people are like, really like, they don't talk a lot. There's a joke. It's like three Finnish dudes. Yeah. There's a joke where three Finnish dudes are, um, in a boat fishing together and, uh, oh yeah. Wow. He's smiling there. That's even, that's crazy. That's he's out of control. He must be on, he must be on drugs there. Got some good fentanyl. (laughs) Um, but, uh, 
there's a uh, man his arms look good huh big arms there's a uh, three finished dudes in a in a in a canoe and one dude goes uh what do we what do we having for lunch and like two hours pass and the other dude's like oh, i don't know and then two <laughs> and then two hours pass and the third dude goes hey stop fighting you guys i mean the, the, you know what i mean it's just like and there's this yeah. just really um is it this is are you this chill on the inside i mean do, do you perceive yourself as very chill or i'm chill on the outside but in my head i'm always thinking about something um like the next thing i oh. feel like my i'm like a quiet quiet storm hence the cultivation of the skill of compartmentalizing like if there's a conversation over here about a shoe you you want something a shoe you want to talk to about Reebok, you wouldn't let that creep over into programming tomorrow's programming. You, yeah, I try to do my best to shut that out. And I guess maybe that would be important if that thing is always going, because then you would accomplish nothing if they were all just inter inter fucking twined. Yeah. I don't, but some some people thrive in uh, that type of chaos and multitasking and things like that. But I found that over the past few years, when I'm able that I me being able to compartmentalize has helped me have more success than trying to do a bunch of shitty things well, all at the same time. Just focus on one thing, do it really well, and then just move on to the next. Yeah. Um, what is that behind you? That's is that's a sauna. Oh yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's pretty dope. When I have the time to go into it, you don't go into it every day. Not every day, because this is an infrared sauna. It takes a bit of time to warm up, and I do like a sauna that is you know of a temperature that you're going to sweat a bit. So I don't always remember to schedule it because you need to let it preheat for about two hours. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Hey, so it's like, it's a whole thing. Um, and and then ideally if you spent two hours heating it up, like your kids and your wife would get in it too. It's like, fuck, this thing took forever to heat up. Hey, can you just (laughs) leave it heated all the time? I guess you could. Um, but it shuts off after about an hour. So what I would need to do is like schedule, keep scheduling one hour Times. sessions on it and just leave them on. Yeah. I can't believe you have one of those in your house. How expensive is that? Is that, are we, are we in your house right now? We are in the crib. This is um, the, how- uh, the spare, spare room. You know? And, and how expensive is that thing? Uh, this one's about thirty five hundred, and you can just plug. The, is that just plug? Is that just plugged into your wall? Yes, it's the same type of outlet that you would find, like a dryer. Or a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a two, outlet. a two ten or two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah. Is your mom proud of you? What you're doing? I think she is. Yeah, for sure. She's- does she trip on it at all? Like, holy fuck, I can't believe this is my son's body. I don't I don't know. I mean, I know she's she's always rocking the gear and, and everything like that. She's she's definitely proud. 
That, um, I want to get my son that same ha that haircut swag right there. Yeah, look at your mom's haircut there. She's like ahead of her time. She has that's like Cindy Lauper, right? She had a uh, shaved. That's yeah. like this Sam Dancer got is rocking that. Yeah, I mean a lot of the this whole outfit situation that's happening. That's yeah, that's in right now. What your mom's rocking right there? Yeah, both that's of us. you. Yeah, that's me. Man, I don't need. I don't see that. It looks like a totally different kid. You've grown up to you've grown up to be quite the man, Christian Harris. Crazy, right? Yeah, nuts. Um, this is your eleventh year doing CrossFit. Eleventh, yeah. And how did you finish in the open this year? Honestly, I don't even know. I don't think great. You, I mean, I know yeah, it was that, in the top ten percent, but and that's what's fucking nuts. No one knows. No one knows, and no one cares. Do you like quarterfinals? <laughs> I hate that shit. The idea of quarterfinals? Yeah, just like I, there's no pressure because it doesn't matter how you do in the open. If you're just good, you're good, right? And you go on. Um, I, I liked it better when there was pressure. I was having, and I was talking with Rich, and Rich loves it. Of course, as an athlete, I could see I why love you love it. it. Take, yeah, you love it too, of course. It's uh, one, I've never been great at the open. So what do you mean you got 16th no one year in the world? What year was that that you got 16th? Was it 2018? 2016. Yeah, there were there were probably more people in 2016 Plus than there 17, were. 17, I think, actually. 2017. And there were probably 380,000 people who signed up for the Open. 16th in the world's nuts. Yeah, I'll take it. Especially a burpee workout to start it off, the dumbbell snatch, burpee box jump over. Yeah, it's crazy. And you brush your teeth the first thing when you wake up in the morning. That's weird. Is it? I don't know. I like to brush my teeth a lot, but I still have a cup of coffee first. Yeah. Oh, I kind of mosey my way into the bathroom, pee, and then the toothbrush is right there. So I check my fans. I check all my fans only uh, subscriptions and then uh, no, no. Oh, brother, thanks for coming on. Man, this was fun. This was a, on the lengthy side for me. You got me out of my shell a bit. I liked it. You did good. Oh, I don't know if I got you out of your shell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Relative to Jake Marconi, I got you out of your shell. Holy shit, that dude's <laughs> fucking, that dude's a snail inside of a turtle. <laughs> uh, um, I appreciate it. Oh, do you know, so at, at, I'm going to finish with this. At Wadapalooza this year, I basically watched Wadapalooza from this same setup I got right here, right? And okay. there, and I would just send people with their iPhones to Wadapalooza, and they would cruise around, and that's how I reported Wadapalooza, and it was awesome. We had a fucking mm. massive, massive show. But I used volunteers, and this one volunteer, and we quickly – we had too many volunteers and they didn't know how to behave. This one volunteer, he's usually here in the comments. He's a good dude, but he runs up to you with his phone while we're live with thousands of people watching. He goes, hi, Christian Harris. I'm with the Sevon podcast. Will you talk to us? He just like accosted you. And oh, I, was just like, I think I remember that. I was so embarrassed. I was <laughs> so fucking, and you handled it like such a gracious gentleman. I was so confused though. Hey, you should be. It was confusing. <laughs> And then he tried, and then and then he tried to get you to sneak him in with your pass. Yeah, I'm like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? 
It was like trying to sleep with the girl when you're not even in the band. You're like, well, I drive the bus. Like, yo, get the fuck (laughs) back in the bus then. That is a great analogy. Well, thank you. A snail inside (laughs) of a turtle. I know, right? Did you see the Marconi one? That motherfucker is... Man, he next time he comes on, I'm sending him some drugs first, like a line of cocaine or something. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, I the rap was outstanding. That that's that's a first on the show. I I I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. Um, yeah. Can I get some plugs in here? Oh, please, 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 always. Uh, for anybody that wants to check out uh, Mufas Latebi. Go to the gram at MoveFastLiveTevy. You can find our training platform. You can find our gear and you can find our gym. The training platform, it's Train with CH. Basically, you're going to follow my programming one week behind me. I'm going to make sure the workouts are ready to go for you guys. Uh, Savan, if you want to get on it, let me know. I'm scared. We have we have three different tracks. You can go with the sixty minute. This um, the, I'll look at it definitely tonight. I'll go on and look. I um, it's funny because this a couple dudes have been out there being like, hey, because I always talk about how I don't take my shirt off, and there's these um, there's a couple dudes out there who are like I'll get you on my nutrition program and make you ripped and shredded, and I'm like. I'm thinking to myself, wow. And they're like, but, but we were going to need before and after f- pictures to, to promote. And you'll have to promote me. I'm like, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Give you before and after pictures of my cock when it's in your mom. Okay. That was nice. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. That was nice. Okay. Let's, let's settle down here. We're at the end of the show. We almost had a PG 13 show. And we crossed over into R. Oh <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Um, move fast, lift heavy. Uh, 11 years in the sport, man, yes, you sir. should, uh, I, I guess T is proven, but uh, man, you're proven as fuck. And, and obviously you hang around a, a lot of people and you, you're, you're a, a wealth of knowledge. Um, and, and congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me. I mean, I'd like to, again, get you on the program if you're interested. Uh, we do have a pump track as well. It's bodybuilding. I think that's more Sev on speed. It is. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have, can you get my, can you have Deb send me the, um, uh, the stuff and I'll, and I'll dig in. Let me look in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm really, I am really scared. I'm addicted to the assault bike. Like for me, like I'm just addicted to the assault bike. So you have a little bit of psycho in you. That's good. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I just do. I have just the same thing I do all the time. It's just I get on it for 10 minutes and and, and require 100 calories. You know what I mean? And, okay. And, yeah. And then I started getting into the mace a little bit. Do you know what the mace is? Yeah. I started getting into the mace a little bit. And then it's pretty uh, slowly, that kind of training. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very unlike me. Very unlike me. I'm, I'm, um, and I, and I'm a burpee fan. And pull up fan. I like all the body movements. Air squats. Yeah. I just don't want to get hurt. I just don't want to get hurt. I got. I got to take care of my kids. I feel you, grown man. Shit. All <laughs> right, brother. Um. Well, I will be. Uh, I'll be seeing you around. Definitely on the yep. gram. Definitely as we cover events, and uh, definitely in the future when when I uh, get you back on again. For sure, it's been real. All right. Caleb, thanks, thanks, Christian. Thanks for sneaking on. You're a good.